Hello, this is Lisa DeLay, and you are listening to the Spark My Muse podcast. Today is Soul School, Lesson 127. Kindness is potent. Today I'm going to read an essay that I came across while I was in a waiting room. And I'm not going to tell you who wrote the essay till the very end. But I thought it was really good. It was written a few months ago, and it was potent to me, and I thought it had a lot of wisdom. So I'm going to read it, and you won't know who it's from until the end. But I hope that you soak in each word, each nugget of wisdom, and embrace it and take it in to your whole self. And it's something that I want to put out into the world in a, in a bigger way to my audience, and hopefully that I can myself ingest it deeply and incorporate it into my regular everyday life. It will be edited a little bit to disguise who it's written from, and it goes basically like this. Recently, I've had to brace myself to open the Apple News app. I started using it months ago, and it's exposed me to multiple viewpoints on a range of subjects. But no matter the subject or your point of view, the undeniable truth is that we've reached a tipping point. Hatred and divisiveness have ruptured our national soul. When pipe bomb mailings and mass shootings have to compete for headlines, when every day there are hate crimes too commonplace even to make the headlines, these are signs of how accustomed to vitriol and violence we've become. We're waging war among and upon ourselves and leading ourselves further into darkness. So much prejudice, so much bias. People making false claims, even against children, like the woman who called the police to accuse a nine-year-old black boy of assaulting her when in fact his backpack had accidentally brushed her backside. That struck me as particularly egregious. More than 60 years ago, another false claim, this one against 14-year-old Emmett Till, helped ignite the civil rights movement. Had there not been a video and multiple witnesses in this modern-day case, who would have been believed? In moments of meditation and reflection, I try to take the cosmic view, imagining our world from the vantage point of the stars. All of us here on Earth, demeaning each other, thinking that skin color, ethnicity, or territory is a reason to devalue another human, killing the, quote, other, unquote, for how they look, how they worship, how they speak, how they act for simply being. We're losing what it means to be civilized. We're losing respect for lives other than our own. We're in trouble. And only a deep collective reckoning can bring us back from the brink. Everybody wants a leader, a savior, a solution. But there isn't one. It's not one thing, it's everything. Everyday acts of goodwill and consciousness are what's needed to restore our collective broken soul. I used to marvel that people in non-democratic countries bought into what was obviously distorted propaganda. Now we see clearly how it happens. The assaults on truth become more and more blatant until finally lies are accepted as reality. Say anything loud and long enough and some people start to believe it. Well, hear this. We are in trouble. We must find a way to come together, both sides, all sides, 
must stop attacking and maligning. Our goal must be decency and respect for every human we encounter. This is the moment when we either turn up the light within ourselves or move further into the darkness. Stop giving energy, time, and power to negativity. Counteract it with goodness. Notice where there is a need, then do whatever you can to help. Daily, we are saturated with negativity, but it takes only one candle to light a whole room of darkness. People think, oh, I have no power to change the world. But we are the world through our families, our work, our communities. And how you treat every person in your world has an impact on that macrocosm. Don't underestimate your power. Hate is potent, but so is kindness and goodness and grace. Use yours generously. Let's make this the year of coming together. Let's be more discerning about what's really happening to our country. I know for sure, with hatred, no side wins. In the end, we all lose. Get woke to how you can be an agent for change, a balm of peace in a troubled land. And that is the editorial from The O Magazine by Oprah Winfrey for January 2019 that is titled What I Know For Sure. That happens every single month. She writes a What I Know For Sure essay. Don't underestimate your power. Hate is potent, but so is kindness and goodness and grace. Use yours generously. And it is easy to get swept up in the either-or battles and the pointing finger battles that rage and the outrage arguments that flare up and we get sucked into them about what do you think about this or that? What do you think about the thing that happened? The outrageous injustice where someone was hurt or killed or beaten. And of course, our emotions get charged and we we feel the cry of our heart to stand up against those things and to rail against them or to rail against hatred. And we all should stand up against those injustices. But sometimes we allow them to hijack our emotions instead of being able to respond with goodness and grace. We will be reactive and move into a, a tit-for-tat mentality. And I think this wisdom here calls us to something deeper, calls us to something more unifying, where we don't get pulled to our lowest common denominator and become essentially subhuman in our actions and thoughts. I know many people who listen to this are already on the same page with me, are already, you're already wanting to deepen your lives spiritually, socially, and with your neighbor. I'm not trying to preach to the choir. I'm not trying to convince you of anything. You probably already know this and live this out. And maybe it's just time to share the message more broadly and ask questions of the people we disagree with. Ask them with kindness. Ask them with love. And open up dialogue with people that we can grow impatient with and see the common humanity within them.
that happens best face to face. A friend of mine who's going to be on the podcast soon says the proximity gets rid of fear and our ability to interact with people we fear will start to create a love, a, a special kind of bond that becomes perfected and casts out fear. And so there are always people we disagree with and fear or become angry with. And those are the people we need to, in a sense, have the most grace for. And maybe those people have to have the most grace with us because they will be the ones that disturb us the most. As we move toward new ways of seeing and deeper ways of being with each other, I hope that maybe you can get back to me about this episode. What has been the most challenging thing for you to deal with, the most challenging kinds of people, and how are you moving towards common ground? What practical ways? And how have you seen this done well? How have you seen people bridge gaps and find common ground in real face-to-face ways, not just some sort of Twitter message or something like that, but in flesh and blood kind of ways. I would love to hear from you about that. And you can email me at contact at sparkmymuse.com or send me a Twitter message at sparkmymuse on Twitter. And I would love to read those and follow up in, in an upcoming podcast. I'd like to hear from you and I'd like to read your thoughts so we can move forward together on some of these issues that plague us and, and divide us and rip us apart on a soul level. I appreciate that you would listen to this, that you would take the time out of your day and out of your schedule to lend an ear to this podcast. I love hearing from you and I love when you share the program. Thank you so much for your support and I'll be back with something new next Wednesday.